Good morning and welcome to Kena's Corner Morning Inspirational Show. I am your host, Prophetess Sakina Moore. Get ready to be encouraged. Everybody, I just come by to tell you on today to trust that your change has already come. Glory to God. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, it tells us to trust in the Lord while empowered all God in God. In Ephesians chapter 6 at verse 10, it tells us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of and inspired life. continue to trust God through the word of God to- now if you haven't already done so go ahead and hit that subscribe button follow us on Facebook at Sakina Moore Ministries also be sure to tune in to Kena's Corner podcast every Tuesday and Thursday on Spotify and Apple thank you for tuning in to Kena's Corner enjoy the show Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Keener's Corner. My goal is to encourage, empower, and inspire you on today to continue to trust God. So on this week, we are talking about overcoming self-doubt. We talked about on Monday that self-doubt is the lack of confidence, the lack in one's uh oneself and one's ability to accomplish or achieve certain things. And so many of us, especially in the body of Christ, we struggle with self-doubt. We don't believe that we're able or capable of completing or performing certain things, especially when it comes to things that God has called and already predestined for us to do. So many of us struggle with uh, self-doubt. So we talked about what is self-doubt and we start talking about what causes self-doubt. And one of the things that we talked about on Monday is that fear causes self-doubt. So many of us, we're afraid to get out and do certain things because we we have fear. And we fear that we can't do or accomplish certain things. Sometimes the fear may come from uh, things that you've experienced may cause you to fear. Things that people have said for you, said to you over the years, even as a child, may have caused you to develop some type of stigma or some type of fear Uh, But God wants us to know that there is no need to fear because God is our strength and our help. So whatever God has ordained or spoke to us concerning our life to do, just know that he's already prepared us for it, that he's already given us the strength. Isaiah 41 and 10 tells us that there's no need to fear because I am your God. I am your strength. I am your help. And we also talked about how sometimes worried about 
what people think or what people say sometimes cause us to uh, have self-doubt. So many of us, we just need to be delivered from people, from people's opinions. What people think and perceive or think about you, it doesn't even matter. Because at the end of the day, those same people that have so many opinions about you, those people are not going to be there for, to help you. The last time I looked, people that are always critical of me or always have something negative to say about me, I don't see any of them paying my bills when I'm in need. None of these people are there uh, to help me. So don't worry about what people think of you, what people opinion is of you because what people think and things that people say people will always have something to say about you if you're doing good people will always have something to say about you they may have some uh, good to say and they may have something negative to say about the good you're doing if you're doing bad people surely are going to have something to say about you so give them something to talk about be the best version of yourself that you can be. Don't allow people's opinions of you to cause you to have self-doubt, to cause you to be stagnated, to cause you from moving forward, to cause you from going forth and succeeding and doing great things in your life and great things for the kingdom of God. Don't allow what people think have that much hold over you. See, so many of us people's opinions of us and trying to get approval thank you lord so many of us we try to seek approval from other people but the only approval that you really need is from god but so many of us because our favorite prophet our favorite apostle our favorite uh pastor because these people don't support us and they haven't given us their approval we tend to doubt certain things but just know that you don't need their approval you don't need to seek after their approval the only person's approval that you need to seek after is god so their approval of you doesn't even matter glory to god so don't focus on getting approval from someone else glory to god because it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is that you're doing and going forth in the things that god has caused you to do because see if you're sitting back waiting for somebody to approve uh approve of you you may be waiting for a long time some of the people that you're seeking approval for they won't approve of you because they really don't like you yeah they they around you and they you know they say that you're they're your friend but deep down inside they really don't like you they don't want to support you. Many of them are, are jealous and envious of you. So that's why they won't support you. They won't like a post. They won't share things. But they want you to support them, but they don't want to support you. And support is a two-way street. Glory to God. So if you're seeking after approval for certain people, don't seek their approval because you don't need their approval. And you may be waiting for it for a long time because you may never get their approval, glory to God, because their opinion of you may not be what you think, glory to God. See, sometimes we, the way we feel about people and the way we hold them up, we'll be surprised that those people don't feel the same way about us, glory to God. Sometimes we'll go out our way for other people, but when the shoe is turned on the other feet, those people won't go out their way for us. So don't seek the approval of someone else. Just seek 
the approval of God. And yesterday on Kenan's Counter Podcast, which is available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts, we talk about we talked about overcoming self-doubt and success. And we talked about what is success. Glory to God. Success is just an accomplishment for a specific aim or purpose. The word tells us that God will give us good success. But so many times we base our success off of the accomplishments of other people. And sometimes we base our success off their failures, but we can't base our success off of other people. So yesterday we talked about overcoming self-doubt, not comparing yourself to others. See, so many of us, we have, we struggle with self-doubt because we compare ourselves to other people. We compare, uh, let's say that you teach in Sunday school. You compare the way you teach to somebody else. Let's say you drive in the church bus. You compare the way you drive the church bus and the people you pick up to someone else. Let's say you're a preacher or a teacher. You compare the way you deliver the message of God to the way someone else uh, delivers. And each and every one of us is uniquely and wonderfully made. God tells tells us in Jeremiah that he knew us before he already formed us in our mother's womb. So if God knew us, he has a specific plan and purpose for our lives. But what we tend to do is compare what God has for us to do to someone else who may be doing something similar. Just because they're doing something that you're doing doesn't mean that you're failing in that area. God may have them doing it a different way from the way that he have you doing it. So we can't compare ourselves to other people, glory to God. There's no comparison because each and every one of us are uniquely and wonderfully made. So when you compare yourself to other people and other people's accomplishments and even their failures, it tends to cause you to doubt yourself because you're measuring yourself by someone else. And they should not be your measuring stick, glory to God. You should, the only person you should be competing with is yourself on a daily basis. You should be striving to be a better you every day, a better version of yourself, glory to God. Hallelujah. To make the needed changes in yourself each and every day. Because the word tells us that we got to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. On judgment day, we can't stand before God and say, God, well, I didn't do this because, you know, I just didn't think I can do it because such and such, they was doing this and they had this and they had that. We can't stand on judgment day before God and explain why we were comparing ourselves to someone else instead of doing what God told us to do. Amen. So on today, we're going to be talking about overcoming self-doubt, loving yourself. Many of us have struggled with self-doubt because we don't love ourselves the way that we need to love ourselves. We don't love ourselves the way that God loves us. God loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son to take the place on the cross for our sins that we may have everlasting life. God loved 
us so much. He shows us the type of love that God shows us is agape love. It's unconditional love. But many of us, we don't love ourselves unconditionally. We put conditions on the way that we love ourselves because we're always measuring ourselves to someone else. We don't love ourselves the way that we need to. We don't spend time with ourselves. We give out so much to everyone else, but when do we turn around and give to ourselves and begin to love ourselves the way that we need to love ourselves? So to overcome self-doubt, you first have to begin to love yourself. The word tells us that there is no fear in love, that perfect love cast out fear. See, when you begin to learn, love yourself the way that you need to love yourself, you won't walk in fear because love casts out fear. And so many of us, we have, we struggle with fear because we haven't truly began to tap into and experience that perfect love. We have to begin to love ourselves. So much time we spend our time our time loving on other people and showing everyone else love. And we give out so much, but we don't take the needed time to love ourselves. Self-love is the best love. One of the best loves you can do is love yourself. Self-care, take care of yourself. Because when you don't spend time to love yourself and take care of yourself, you'll get burned out and you'll get drained. Trust me, I've been there. It's times in my life where I didn't love myself the way that I, I needed to. I didn't love the person that I seen when I looked in the mirror. Because I was always focused on negatives about myself instead of embracing the good things about myself. On Monday, we talked about making a list of things that you don't like about yourself and then making a list of things do, that you do like about yourself and begin to focus on those good things. See, I've been there when I didn't really love myself, glory to God, because I didn't know how to love myself. Because I was always giving out so much. So I had to begin to just start taking some time for myself. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to go sit, go out to eat and sit by yourself. It's okay to go to a movie by yourself. It's okay to do things for yourself and by yourself. But so many of us, sometimes we feel like we always need other people. But you don't. It's okay to take some time to yourself and to begin to love yourself. So we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. And we're going to start with verse 4 and 5. And see, when you love yourself, it says love is patient. When you really begin to love yourself, you start being a little bit more patient with yourself. So many times we're so impatient with ourselves. Glory to God. Because maybe we failed or maybe we didn't um, finish a goal or something that we had in place in the time frame that we needed to. But let me tell you this. Sometimes we put, on, uh, we put too many expectations on ourselves. Sometimes we put things on ourselves that we can't even accomplish. So when we're setting goals for ourselves, we need to make sure that they are tangible, that there's something that we can accomplish. And we need to figure out, hey, is this a long-term goal or is this a short-term goal? 
So many times we're so extra critical over ourselves because we're trying to complete a long-term goal in a short period of time. Something that's going to take a little bit more time and then we begin to be impatient with ourselves because we didn't finish this particular thing when we thought that we should finish it. But everything is a process. So we got to be patient with ourselves. We got to give ourselves time. Just like we were patient with other people and we give other people time, we got to be patient with ourselves and begin to give ourselves time to do things. Begin to set realistic goals in our life. I've been there before where I set un I put unfair expectations on myself. It's already, you know, you already deal with the world, people in the world and other people. Even in the body of Christ, they put unfair expectations on you. But then here we go, putting unfair expectations on ourselves because we're trying to live up to other people's expectations. And you would never live up to other people's expectations because they put unrealistic expectations on you as well. So we got to love ourselves. When we love ourselves, we're patient with ourselves. We're kind to ourselves. Are you kind to yourself? What type of things do you say to yourself? See, when you're kind to yourself, you talk to yourself nicely. You talk to yourself in a pleasant tone. You say nice things to yourself about yourself. But so many of us, we're not kind to ourselves. And I've been there where I wasn't kind to myself. I was harsh to myself. I was overcritical to myself. I was demeaning to myself. I put myself down. I put myself in a low state and I had to begin to be kind to myself and to tell myself I love you and I appreciate you and begin to say good and positive things about myself. See, if you're saying the wrong things about yourself, that brings your spirit down. So in order to lift yourself up, you got to begin to change the way you speak to yourself. You can't be harsh and overcritical to yourself. You got to give yourself time and allow for you to make mistakes. As long as we're living, we are going to make mistakes. I may make some mistakes today, but guess what? I'm still going to be nice to myself. I'm still going to reevaluate. Now, making mistakes doesn't mean that you don't reevaluate yourself. When I make a mistake, I reevaluate myself. And if it's something that maybe I need to go to someone and apologize about, I do that. But allow yourself to make mistakes. The only way that you are going to grow and the only way that you are going to learn is by making mistakes. So when you begin to love yourself, you begin to be patient with yourself and you begin to be kind with yourself and you begin to realize that it's okay that you made a mistake. Many of us, we've made many mistakes and as long as we live, we are going to continue to make mistakes. But when you begin to walk in love and when you begin to love yourself, you allow your, you start being patient with yourself. You're kind to yourself. Again, you stop being overcritical to yourself. You stop talking harsh to yourself. When you're looking in the mirror at yourself, you start speaking nice things to yourself instead of focusing on the things that you don't like about yourself. 
Instead of talking down on yourself, you start speaking nice things to yourself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You begin to encourage yourself and strengthen yourself in the Lord. And it's so important that we begin to love ourselves and treat ourselves the way that we need to. So many of us, we can't really show the love that we need to show to other people because we don't love ourselves. We're walking around with so much hurt and pain on the inside, and it affects how we love ourselves and see ourselves. But we got to begin to release that stuff to God because we can't keep carrying it. The word tells us to cast all our cares upon him because he loves us. God loves us so much that he wants us to cast all our cares upon him and give it to him. See, when you don't love yourself, you tend to have low self-esteem. Because you're not esteeming yourself. You're not saying the right, not saying that you're proudful and you're boastful and you're trying to uh, esteem yourself higher than others. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about being patient and loving and kind to yourself. Showing yourself the love that you need. Taking time to love on yourself and to do things for yourself and to care for yourself. And many of us, we miss out on that. We miss the opportunity to really love ourselves. Glory to God. We got to love ourselves. We got to be patient with ourselves. We got to be kind with ourselves. We already have other people that are already critical of us. So why be so critical of ourselves? Start speaking nice things to yourself about yourself. Instead of focusing on the negatives, focus on the good qualities in yourself and begin to build on those things. And whatever things that you don't like about yourself, begin to fix those things and correct those things and turn those things around and focus on the things that you do love and enjoy about yourself and build on those things so you will strengthen yourself even the more in those areas. It says love does not envy or boast. The reason why so many people are so envious and jealous of other people is because they don't love themselves. They haven't took time out to love themselves. And since they don't love themselves, when they see things in other people or they see people that they tend to think that are blessed or successful or prosperous, they begin to get jealous. Because maybe that person is doing something that they want to do, but they're too scared to do it because they don't love themselves because they're struggling with self-doubt. See, self-doubt will cause you not to love yourself. It will cause you to put yourself down. It will cause you to be mean and harsh and overcritical of yourself. And I've learned that a lot of people who are jealous and envious of other people is because that they don't love themselves the way that they need to. Because they, they want to do things, but they don't think that they can because they have self-doubt. Because they're afraid. They're walking in fear. And so what they tend to do is to be walk, walking in an envious spirit instead of taking time to love themselves and to build themselves up. 
so that they can accomplish the things that they need to accomplish. See, self-doubt will hinder you in so many ways in your life. Glory to God. So it says that love is not en envious, nor does it boast. A lot of people that are arrogant and that are always boastful, they really don't love themselves. Because the reason why they're boastful is because they want to put on a facade that I'm this and I'm that. Whoa, look at me. Look at me. I got this. I got that. But really deep down inside, they don't love themselves. Really deep down inside, they're struggling with some self-doubt. Really deep down inside, they're trying to convince themselves that there are all these things, but they really don't believe that there are. So you have a lot of people that are boastful and arrogant that really don't love themselves. You have a lot of people, and it says that it is not arrogant or rude. You have a lot of rude people, just rude and mean and hateful and angry for no reason. Why? Because there's no love on the inside. See, when you begin to walk in love, everything changes about you. You don't want to be rude. You don't want to be mean. You don't want to be nasty. You don't want to be hurtful. You don't want to do things to hurt other people when you Get to the place where you're walking in genuinely love. When you're walking in love, people may offend you and do things to you, but you choose to forgive and let go. Not saying that they're going to be your best friend, but you don't hold on to that stuff. But you have a lot of people that are rude, nasty, and mean for no reason because they lack love. And when it boils down to it, it's because they really don't even love themselves. There's something about them that's hindering them that they really don't even like. They're full of pain and hurt and anger that they need to release and many don't know how. It says that it does not exist in its own way and it is not irritable or resentful. See, when you walk in love, you're not walking around always irritated. And some people, they're always irritated and mad. Every little thing they're irritated about. Why are you so irritated about every Every little thing irritates you and makes you mad or gets you off course? Then there's some uh, lack of love somewhere. Because when you walk in love, you're not irritated all the time. Glory to God. You're not resentful. So we got to get to the place that we truly walk in love. And when you begin to walk in love, you begin to love yourself and your whole outlook on life and everything begins to change. The way you see people begin to change. The way you view others begins to change. Your interaction with other people will begin to change when you begin to walk in genuine love. It says in verse number six, it said, love does not rejoice in wrongdoings. Some people get so happy about the wrongdoings. Or if somebody's doing something, uh, let's say you see your brother or sister fail or they did something wrong or, or they did something that may even have them in trouble. Some people will be rejoiceful. Some people will rejoice at your failure. 
when you if you did something wrong and you failed and you get in trouble about some stuff or if you get off course or if you you get off some people get excited about that they happy because they want to see you fail but when you walk in love you don't rejoice in wrongdoings you don't rejoice when your brother and sister fall into sin some people uh let's say a husband go out and cheat on his wife some people get happy about that because they want to see their marriage break up or they want to see families destroyed love does not rejoice in those type of things love does not want to see those type of things when you walk in love if you see something like that going on you begin to pray for that family for that couple because you don't want to see that glory to god but you have people that will rejoice in those type of things they will rejoice and be happy in wrongdoings because they walk in love they don't walk in love there's no way that you can walk in love and be happy when all chaos and all hell is breaking through in someone's life there's no way that you can walk in love if you're rejoicing when someone's going through hard trials or when they're having a hard time and when they're struggling when you walk in love, when your brother and your sister are struggling and when they're hurting, you hurt as well. When you walk in love, when you other people are hurting, it hurts you that they're hurting. So there's no way that you can walk in love and rejoice when someone else is going through or in someone else's wrongdoings or when someone else has been done wrong. See, some people, they'll see something happen to you. They'll see you've been done wrong and they will be happy and you'll see a smile on their face. I remember one time I was at church. Uh, one time I had went to Walmart, me and my daughter. And when we came out the store, somebody had stole the uh, Mercedes-Benz emblem off the front of my car. And I'm like, okay, God, you know, I'll get another one. And I wasn't in a hurry to get another one because I kept forgetting the ordering part. It was like $55. But I can see the smile on some people's face because someone stole that off my car at church. Now, these are people at church. I can see the smile on their face. They was happy that someone stole that little emblem off my car. See, love doesn't rejoice in those type of things. When you walk in love, you don't rejoice when someone's been done wrong or when someone is doing something wrong. But it said that love rejoices in the truth. It said love bears all things and believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Glory to God. So when you begin to get to the place where you truly Walk in love, your whole outlook, your whole outcome of life begins to change. Glory to God. And I'm almost done for today because my time is almost up. Glory to God. And if you just came on, go back to the beginning and, and watch. And we're talking about overcoming self-doubt, loving yourself. So many struggle with loving themselves. And you don't take the time out to love yourself. Glory to God. And since you don't love yourself the way that you need to, it affects the way that you love other people. And when you get a chance, go back and read 1 Corinthians uh, 4, uh, chapter 13, 4 through 8. It talks about love and how we should love. Amen. Glory to God. So God bless everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Kingdom's Corner on today. I hope something was said on today that encouraged you 
empowered you and inspired you to walk in love and to begin to embrace and love yourself the way that you need to love yourself. Glory to God. So be blessed, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, check out Kenan's Corner Podcast. If you missed the episode yesterday of overcoming uh, self-doubt, uh, not comparing yourself to other people, it's on Spotify, Apple, and um, Anchor. Amen. So God bless everyone. Thank you for tuning in on today. Thank you for watching another episode of Kenan's Corner. Be blessed and walk in love.